If Jesus Christ is your Lord, you are going to win. You're going to be prospered. You're going to do well. You're caused to triumph every single time in Jesus' name. Now, here's the thing. I want to get right into it tonight because we only have 55 minutes of fury instead of an hour and a half to two hours worth of fury. So I want to jam it as much as we can. I want you to listen to this doctor. This is at the Talawanda School Board meeting. I don't even know what uh, state that's in, but it's somewhere in the United States. Play it for me. Disappointed. My name is Dr. Sean Brooks, PhD, um, Oxford. I have 48 publications, including 23 books. I've studied health medicine, anatomy, and physiology for approximately 21 years. Dr. Robert Malone, who created the messenger RNA vaccine, has said no one should ever take these jabs ever, under any circumstance whatsoever. He created it, and he says don't ever do it. So let me explain what's going to happen to the people who have ta taken it, excuse me. The people who have taken it are going to die in the next six months to three to five years for three reasons. Number one, you have dr dramatically decreased your own immune system by 35%. The first jab did it by at least 15. The second did it by 35 now. If you take any booster shot, you will die. That's it. You take a flu shot in the future, you will die. The second reason, antibody-dependent enhancement. Antibody-dependent enhancement is what is happening with these jabs with everybody who has taken them. Unless, of course, you've taken a placebo, but there's no way that you would know that. So given that fact, antibody-dependent enhancement tricks the entire body into believing that the cell that's eating the pathogen is eating it when it isn't. It ends up leading to what's called a cytokine storm, which causes organ failure. That will cause your death. And there's no stopping that. No amount of drugs will stop that. The third thing, blood clotting. Everyone who has taken the jabs is blood clotting. If you don't believe me, there's a way you can find out. Take what's called a D-dimer test. What that does is that detects blood clotting at the microscopic level. They're cutting full blood clots out of people right now. As I'm talking to you, millions have died from the jabs. In your last meeting, you advocated for people to take the jabs potentially in the future, along with wearing masks. And I heard parents say the same thing. So to the parents who are actually considering jabbing their own children, you're going to sterilize them permanently. People who have taken the jabs are sterilized. 80% of women who have been jabbed have lost their children in the first trimester. You can't have kids. You've also injected yourself with the equivalent of HIV. You can now no longer breastfeed, donate blood, donate organs, donate blood plasma, nor bone marrow. If you don't believe me, try to donate blood and blood plasma and find out what happens. You will be denied. Unless, of course, you live in California, in which case they're allowing people to donate toxic blood with spike proteins in it. The jabs create spike proteins. They're in the jabs themselves, and they create it by snapping your RNA in half. You are no longer a human anymore. You are something else, and you are susceptible to countless diseases. Now, here's what's going to happen in the future very quickly. So you have 15 seconds. Great. I don't know what percentage of your staff has taken the jabs, but your school is going to close. You will not stay open. You will close because they will fall ill and they will die. 
That will happen in all of your buildings. It will have. It's already happening. All right, thank you, sir. I, I bet it is. Thanks. It's already happening. Sure. Good luck, because nothing can stop what's thank coming. You, sir. And there you go. See, the reason is, is that there's something else behind all of this. And I've been talking about this since last March. And again, I just want to call on all the COVID caving churches and all the COVID caving pastors and all the COVID caving uh, Christians that are out there that believe that you have great virtue and that you're saving lives and that you're taking vaccines, saving your own lives. And again, let me just say, save your life from what exactly? From a 99.9% survivable post-infection virus. That's what you're allegedly saving people's lives from. And now we've gotten to this place. Now, what are some insidious motives behind all of this? Bill Gates said himself at a TED conference that he wants to vaccinate the world to lower the population. Play it for me. Uh, first, we've got population. Uh, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, health care, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15%. But there we He's trying to lower the Earth's population via vaccination. Explain to me how that works. If vaccinations are to save lives, then how would they lower the Earth's population? And again, why would you ever take a vaccine? And why would you ever plunge that needle into your child's arm when the virus itself is 99.997% survivable post-infection for anybody 0 to 19, 99.98 post-infection survivable from the age of 20 to 49, 99.5% survivable from the ages of 49 to 70. Why would you do that? Well, it's, it's deadly after 70. No, it is 95 plus percent survivable post 70, post 80, and with comorbidities. So what is the motive behind getting everybody vaccinated? To save lives? To save lives from what? You locked your church down for what? You wear a mask for what? You wear a mask to prevent yourself from getting a virus or from preventing yourself from spreading the virus. If you got it or if you spread it, that means that you have spread a virus with about the exact same same virulence as the flu itself. So what, ex why, what exactly is the motives behind all of this? And now you're staring at vaccine passports right in the face. I know nobody's preaching about it outside of me, outside of Jonathan Shuttlesworth, outside of Rodney Howard Brown, outside of Arthur Pulaski, outside of just a few others, Pastor Greg Locke, people like that, that are actually reading their Bibles and actually look at Revelation chapter 13, reading about how he causes all both small and great, rich and poor to receive a mark. Yes, that they can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without it. Yes, we're the only ones doing those things. I know, but it doesn't make it any less real. So once again, congratulations to all the churches that have locked down because look at where we are at now. This is a Rumble video, exclusive footage, kids dead after the jab. Play it for me. In Australia. In Australia, tyranny is just running out of control. And while the media won't bring it to you, we will go directly to the source. Joining us now is Alan Hennessy, a 45-year veteran of the Royal Australian Air Force. I have been corresponding with Mr. Hennessy. Uh, thank you for being here, sir. We really appreciate it. Uh, I've been corresponding via email, via phone, getting some really horrific images out of Australia. We can now confirm that three of the children that were led into this 
sports arena turned into a mass child inoculation or euthanasia center uh, have succumbed to the jab. They are dead. Two boys, one girl being reported by you by Alan Hennessy there in Australia. Catch us. That's what's going on. Now, what is he talking about there? You saw that arena, right? Well, they were ushering in kids by the tens of thousands as telling the parents, you know what? Just trust us. Just trust us. Just hand your kids over to the government and we're going to bring them. And this is in Australia now. This is a five eyes, first world country. Australia pretty much parallels our own governance. And this is where we're at now where they're shuffling in kids like cattle into that arena that was shown in that picture to jab all of these kids with a, with a vaccine that allegedly will save their lives from a virus they have a 0% chance of dying of and a 0% chance of passing it on to anybody else. Don't believe me? Play the video for me. Mums and dads, your children will be well looked after inside when they arrive. They'll be literally ushered. We'll have uh, nurses, we'll have uh, some of the youth command, we'll have uh, some of the young, young police from the, uh, uh, the various uh, operations within police there just to guide them through. Um, as to where they go, they'll be looked after every moment inside the uh, the stadium, and uh, they'll be well cared for. So mums and dads feel secure. We've got about 24,000 students we're aiming to get through next week. Uh, the messages will come out this week, and the opportunity is there, but really you've got to take it, grasp it with both hands. Um, I know uh, if you talk to any of our Olympians, I'll tell you, you've just got to grasp opportunity, and this is an opportunity, so don't waste it. See, I will never understand how that doesn't rivet the soul of the evangelical community in America, but it does not. Pastors, if you are watching, if you're watching on the Christian Television Network, Facebook, YouTube, Rumble, whatever it is that you're watching on right now, how does that not rivet your soul? How is it that you are still making excuses for shutting your churches down starting last March? Explain that to me. How are you making, when you now have, you have arenas being packed full of kids taking vaccines for a virus that has no, I mean, think about the logic behind it. It has absolutely no chance of killing them. They have no chance of passing it on to grandma, nothing. And explain to me why you closed your church down for this virus. Explain this to me. Well, look at all the bodies, Tom. Where? Where are they all? Let's look at this. Robert W. Malone, who, by the way, is the inventor of the mRNA technology, who has told everybody from the first video I showed you tonight, you are absolutely insane. Dr. Robert Malone, the inventor of the mRNA technology, has said to the world, you are insane if you take the mRNA vaccination found in the Pfizer and Moderna vaccinations, which is in the United States, which is in Israel, and which is in the U.K., Robert Malone, this is key to understanding what the heck is going on. Apparently in Israel, I am told by an Israeli scientist, the agreement between Pfizer and the government is that no adverse offense, uh, events from the, from the vax are to be disclosed for a minimum of 10 years. So you're not, what, the agreement between the government of Israel and the, the company Pfizer, the pharmaceutical conglomerate F Pfizer, is that you know what, you're not allowed to discuss any of the ill effects coming from the vaccinations, you may have seen statistics put out right here on this podcast about the ill effects, but that's only in their statistical data found in hospitalizations and deaths. They're not attributing it to the vaccinations, although most of their hospitalizations now, 53% of hospitalizations 
in Israel are people who are double vaxxed. From January until now, 64, get this now, 64% of deaths in the UK from COVID-19 are people who are vaccinated. 64%. See, they don't have a CDC there in you in the UK. They don't have a CDC in Israel yet. They haven't learned to control their media enough yet. They're not they're not propagandists like we are yet. The CDC is bought and paid for by the CCP and the Democratic Party. They don't have that in the UK. So the truth is actually coming out in the UK. I'm not saying their entire government. I'm talking about their metal, medical uh, reporting establishment is way more honest than ours. 64% of their deaths from January. Remember, not hardly anybody was even vaxxed in January, February, and March. But still, 64% of their deaths, so hardly anybody was dying pre-vax, and now everybody is dying post-vax in the UK. Absolute factual data. Pay attention to the data coming out of the UK and coming out of Israel, not what the CDC puts out. The CDC has been proven time and time and time and time again to be fraudulent. All right, this is a pundit class video, and it's titled, If You Don't Want to Get Vaccinated, That's Your Choice. This is Justin Trudeau, Stalinist Prime Minister of Canada, but don't think you can get on a plane. Actually, which, do I have that one first? Yeah, play it for me. You deserve better. You deserve a government that's going to continue to say, get vaccinated. And you know what? If you don't want to get vaccinated... That's your choice. But don't think you can get on a plane or a train besides vaccinated people and put them at risk. We need to be strong in the decisions we're taking going forward. And we need to put people first, which we have always done. And I'll be honest, you know, like I do, there's lots of people out there who don't agree with that. And the reality is, that's okay. We're in a democracy. People can make themselves heard. And that's part of why we need to have this moment for people to make that choice for the future. Back to me. So there you go. Now, just a couple of days before that, he said this. Play it for me. He moved forward. But the bottom line is, uh, if anyone who doesn't have a legitimate medical reason for not getting fully vaccinated chooses to not get vaccinated, there will be consequences. There you go. Justin Trudeau, prime minister of a five eyes democratic country. If you choose not to be vaccinated, there will be consequences. Congratulations to all the quarantine super mom Christians out there that last March, last April, last May, and I'm talking about 2021, maybe even now that are quarantining, strapping masks on your kids, because now what you've created is a state where the antichrist spirit is spreading throughout the globe. Spread, it's going out and saying, you know what, unless you have this vaccination passport, you can't buy, sell, trade, or travel. Or as Justin Trudeau says, there will be consequences if you are not vaccinated. This is a video right here from Luke Rudkowski. French supermarkets have now hired bouncers. Don't play yet. Let me set it up. Here's the thing with it. Is now you can't even remember what remember what Revelation 13, 16 through 18 says that he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, and that no one may buy or sell except the one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name, right? Well, look what's happening right here in France. You can't get into a grocery store without your mark. Oh, I'm sorry, your vaccine passport. Play it for me. 
So there you go. Some woman, let's just assume she's there to buy groceries for herself, for her, for her family, for her kids, whatever it may be. And if you notice the little fat beta male that walked out of there with his full bag of groceries because he flashed his vaccine passport. Congratulations. You, you know, your little beta, your little weak, spineless little man who went in there and bought your groceries because you flashed your vaccine passport, having absolutely no idea that you have signed your own death warrant, that you have signed your own freedom away so that you can go in there. You just keep on acquiescing. You keep on knee bending. And this should sound very familiar because it is the, Amer the American evangelical church. You keep, you keep on acquiescing. You keep on capitulating. You keep on masking. You keep on closing down. You don't stand up. You're not talking about vaccine passports and their correlation to the mark of the beast in your Sunday morning sermons because it might cause people to be offended or have their feelings hurt. And you don't want those who are vaccinated in your congregation to get their feelings hurt and be offended. You're acquiescing and you're knee bowing to to the antichrist spirit that is spreading throughout the globe right now. Yes, it is time to stand. This is our hill. This is a dirty truth Josh video. New York Democrat is trying to pass a bill, a bill, no vaccination, no fly list. This is from the Epic Times. Play it for me. Richard Torres, who is a congressman representing New York's 15th congressional district, he's a Democrat, he has just unveiled a legislative effort to ban unvaccinated Americans from taking either domestic or international flights. First of all, he sent this letter here to both the Department of Homeland Security as well as to TSA, making his point. Here's specifically what he wrote in this letter, quote, Currently, the TSA mandates all passengers aboard a flight must wear a mask. I believe your agency should implement policies to require passengers who are eligible for vaccination to receive the COVID vaccine in order to fly. A June 2021 study by the Kaiser Family Foundation shows that if being fully vaccinated is a requirement to fly, unvaccinated people will be significantly more likely to get vaccinated. Now, in addition to this letter here, he submitted a complimentary bill to the House, to the House at the federal level, which says this in part, quote, any individual traveling on a flight that departs from or arrives to an airport inside the United States or a territory of the United States is fully vaccinated against COVID-19. Meaning that if you are not vaccinated, you will not be allowed to, on an airplane, essentially. And again, this bill, if it passes, would be national legislation affecting all of America. And since he introduced it, the bill has already been referred to the Committee on Homeland Security, where Congressman Torres actually serves as a vice chair. And what's interesting to note is that this bill, actually this whole campaign with the letter and the bill, began just a few days after a former Obama official wrote a fairly controversial op-ed in, in the Atlantic, which called for a no-fly list for Americans who are unvaccinated. Here's what part of that article said. The White House has rejected a nationwide vaccine mandate, which was a sweeping suggestion that the Biden administration could not easily enact if it wanted to. But a no-fly list for unvaccinated adults is an obvious step that the federal government should take. And if this new bill actually becomes law, that might be what actually happens.
Now, Congressman Torres actually had an interview with the New York Daily News wherein he explained his reasoning for taking these actions. Here's what he said. The TSA never allows people to enter planes or airports with a weapon, and the Delta variant is a weapon. It is a threat to everyone in an airport and everyone on a plane. And so we'll just have to wait and see whether this bill actually makes its way through the House, and then it'll have to make its way through the Senate. If you Do you see the logic behind these imbeciles? The Delta variant on a plane is the same as a weapon. Do you see how stupid you have to be to actually believe this stuff? Well, Tom, I'm against this. I'm against, you know, vaccine passports, but you took their vaccine and you're strapping a mask on and they tell you to lock down and you say, for how long? Do you see it? It's all lies coming from the exact same demonic source. The World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, the Great Reset. It's about global tyranny from day one. If this doesn't work, they'll switch, they'll switch to climate tyranny. It's already happening. But back to this, no vax, no fly. How does that not rivet your soul? And how is it that you're against this, but then take their vaccine? If it comes from the same putrid source, it's like seeing a festering wound full of pus and sucking out some of the pus and leaving some of the pus behind. It's all pus. It's all no good. It's all corrupt. There is a kingdom divided against itself shall not stand, demonic or otherwise. Kingdom of God or otherwise. You're either all in or you are all out. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. For whatever is more than these is from the evil one. You're either in or you're out. You have to see the evil source. Well, Tom, I'm already vaxxed. Well, then pray right now. Pray right now that God leeches out every bit of that toxin out of your body and all the damage that is done has been healed. Pray it right now in Jesus' name. And turn, turn from following the antichrist spirit that is trying to mark, separate, and control people throughout the globe. Don't, don't go that way anymore. Get that stupid mask off your face. Stop locking down your churches. Stop wearing the mask into your grocery store and grow a spine. Whatever you bind is bound. Whatever you loose is loose. Jesus said, I gave you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Matthew 16, 19. Why, Christian, are you not walking in it? Well, I believe those things, but you also have to use wisdom. Really? I know that's, first of all, that's not a Bible verse. What wisdom are you use? Richard Torres that's trying to get a no vax, no fly list going on? You're going to go with his that it says the Delta variant's the same as carrying a nine millimeter onto a plane. Why would you ever, ever listen to a galactic idiot like Richard Torres? Well, I don't, Tom, you know, I'm a conservative and he's liberal, but you take his vaccine and you put his mask on and you do his lockdowns. Don't you? Well, Trump advocated for those things. Don't care. Trump was wrong. All right. Cardinal conservative tweet. Fully vaccinated, Melissa Joan Hart. Here's another genius coming out of Hollywood. Breakthrough COVID infection means she's fully vaccinated. She's double vaxxed, Pfizer vaccinated or Moderna vaccinated. The Sabrina, uh, the Sabrina uh, teenage witch actress believes she contracted a virus from her children who she mentioned weren't masked in school. Maybe, just maybe, the vax had a role, Melissa. Just a thought. Listen to the stupidity coming out of this woman's mouth. Play it for me. Actress Melissa Joan Hart revealing her breakthrough COVID case, telling people she wished she'd done better. We got a little lazy, and I think as a country we got lazy. And I'm really mad that my kids didn't have to wear masks at school. Real quick. She's on death's door, right? 
Remember, remember the congressman just a moment ago said, it's the same as a weapon. Well, here she is with a Delta variant. She looks like she's on death's door, right? It's national news, right, that she's, that she's infected with COVID with a 99.99% survival rate. She's on death's door. She's sitting there talking. I've, I have looked worse than that just after not getting a good night's sleep. And allegedly, she's got some sort of deadly virus, right? Look at the girl. She's absolutely fine. I mean, look at the logic behind it. Why would you ever lock down masks, take a vaccination for this, for this garbage? Play it for me. I have to wear masks at school. The 45-year-old who is vaccinated suspects she contracted the virus from her kids. The Sabrina, the teenage witch star, is experiencing difficulty breathing, among other symptoms. She suspects one of her three sons also has COVID and praised her youngest for wearing a mask regularly. Hey, she says, I wish that the schools would have made my kids wear masks. Why do they need to make your kids wear masks? Why don't you wear wear masks? Why don't you make them wear masks? You're the mom. This isn't the Soviet Union. I know it doesn't exist anymore, but this is not the Soviet Union. This is not Beijing. You want your kid to wear a mask? Strap it on them, numb nuts. You, that's what you want to do? Then you put it on them. And look at the girl. She, she, I mean, she's not even sick. And one of her other kids has five. So she's 45 years old. So her post-infection survival rate from the CDC website page, her post-infection survival rate is 99.98%. And she's on the national news talking about, I mean, that was a local news thing, but it's on national news on social media that she's caught COVID. Who cares? Until you get that revelation that this thing is not a plague, you will never wake up from the sleep that you are in. And I know that I'm preaching to the choir, so I'm preaching to the choir. I'm not screaming at you. I'm screaming at the 1% or 2% that are probably watching right now that are stunned by this podcast thinking, oh, I'm out there saving lives, wearing masks, and, and vaccinating myself. From what? From what? A 99.997% survivable virus? You're doing nothing but making a clown out of yourself. Stephen L. Miller tweet. This you, now let's look at this now. Yeah, yeah, there you go, right in the order. The idea requirement, this is written by a blue check mark, Mark D. Levine, because I want you to see the politics behind these blue check mark accounts, these Democratic, the people from the Democratic Party. See if you can see the politics in it. The idea requirement is to help reduce the fraud. The idea requirement to, va- to, uh, to vote, he's talking about, voter ID. So he's against it now for voter ID. The ID for the voter ID requirement is to help reduce frost. Venues covered by the VAC screening program are required to check ID for those 18 plus. Checking ID for those 12 plus is optional. The New York COVID Safe app allows you to upload a picture of your ID if you don't want to carry. Go to the next one. But for voter ID, finally, a court rules that voter ID law, I got it wrong on the first part of what I was reading last time. This is the voter ID one. Finally, a court rules that voter ID law is a civil rights violation. So it's not a civil rights violation to require somebody to have to vaccine passport, but it's a civil rights violation to require somebody to have a voter ID. But don't don't you worry, COVID caving pastors, you pastor loves out there. This is nothing to do with politics or controlling you. This is all about saving lives and loving thy neighbor. You're, you'd better start waking up now. You better wake up now. Alex Berenson tweet. 
Interesting take here from someone who sees staff at different hospitals. He predicts, I want to put good news out, he predicts massive pushback shortly. And let me just set it up by saying this, that you need to know that somewhere between 40 and 60%, we don't know exactly how much, 40 to 60% of doctors and nurses are not taking the vaccination. Do you know where you don't have to be vaccinated? In the White House. Whoops. You don't have to be vaccinated to work in the White House. You know where else you don't have to be vaccinated? Pfizer or Moderna. You know where else you don't have to be vaccinated to work? The CDC. Strange, isn't it? Kind of strange, isn't it? Now we got somewhere between 40 and 60% of doctors and nurses will not take the vaccination. Let's look at what this has to say. Put up the first one for me. There you go. I'm a device rep, so I interact with everyone involved in in the OR, from materials managers who order supplies to OR management. And after today, I can confidently say that our COVID overlords have spectacular, spectacularly misjudged the timing of their booster announcement, and it will backfire on them. Most hospital systems and surgery centers, and what they're saying about the boosters now is that eight months after you're taking your vaccination, these things that are bringing you back to your life is normal, right? That solve all the problems. Now you got to be vaxxed again. Number three, leave this up there for me. Number three, you've got to be vaxxed again, right? So do you have to get another vaccination passport after that? Because you've only got one and two and you got to have three. What about four? Then what about five, six, and seven that are coming? Right? Because you know why? Because you can't vaccinate against an ever mutating virus. Most hospital systems and surgery centers in New Jersey have mandated the vax by mid-September or October, the booster. Well, that's the regular one, and then the booster you have to take eight months later. Before this week, the vaccinated were loudly vocal in their condemnation. The vaccinated inside the hospital were loudly vocal in their condemnation of their peers who were refusing the vaccine, even if for natural immunity, which is insanity, of course. Because natural immunity is by far better. If you look at the statistics coming out of Israel, about 40% of the cases in Israel are people who are fully vaxxed. Only 1% of the cases, we're talking about breakthrough cases where people have already had COVID or already been vaccinated. 40% of the new hospitalized cases coming out of Israel are people who are double jab vaxxed. Only 1% are people with natural immunity. With this week's announcement pushing boosters, many of the vaccinated see that these mandates will soon threaten their jobs you know why because the gators gotta eat tyranny knows no bounds it will take and it will take and it will take those of you that are pushing people like me closer to the hangman's noose you're still in line for the hangman's noose you might be one or two people behind me but you're pushing me to the hangman's noose but you're still in line too a lot of you Democrats, you think that it's kindly liberal, pot-smoking, you know, old-school liberals. You know, that's what you think the Democratic Party is. No, they're the Democratic Party of Hitler, of, of, of Mao Zedong, of Stalin. Stalin. They are progressive Democrats. They are not liberals. It will come for you, and they will take your job. It's not good enough that you've got Vax 1, Vax 2, or Vax 3. Now you need 4, 5, 6, 17, 18 for the rest of your lives. And see, the, the people that actually know... Doctors and nurses are starting to wake up going, hmm, this might, I took one and two. Look, I was trying to be a good person. I took one or two, but now they're asking me to take three and they're starting to wake up. And eventually they're going to be, I don't want to keep taking vaccinations over and over and over again, because the more vaccinations you take, the less immune you get overall to every illness. Soon threaten their jobs if they refuse one, two, or 15 boosters. And exactly 0% of them are interested in getting boosters. 
This has caused a seismic shift in thinking and attitude in just a few days, and it looks like the vaccinated are joining forces with their unvaccinated colleagues. I have to say, it's really nice to see. Put the next one up for me. There we go. Thinking and attitude in just a few days, and it looks like the vaccinated are joining forces with their unvaccinated colleagues. I read that part right. If you if you thought that if you thought there was going to be a national health crisis with only the unvaccinated hospital workers leaving in droves, just wait. September and October are going to be wild. So people are waking up. And again, I will say this: we may have to shift to a parallel society. You may not like. Well, we got to be unified. Listen. Do you realize that unity? Unity outside of what the Bible talks about, unity is, ab- is an absolute hoax. That unity is not a godly principle except in this way, where we're unified in the spirit and otherwise we're unified under the word of God. That is the only unity that God himself is in favor of, that you agree in the word of God, that you agree in the Holy Spirit, that there is one God. That there is one Savior, that you agree in that. That's the only way to unify. It doesn't mean that I unify with somebody who doesn't believe. It doesn't mean that I unify with people pushing vaccines and vaccine passports. We're not to unify. It's in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14. You do not unify. You do not unequally yoke with unbelievers. What do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Or what fellowship could light have with darkness? We're not unifying with people like that. But you see, people are coming together on this now under the right sort of unity is that this is all a bunch of garbage. All right, Alex Berenson tweet. Really? Is is that why a booster infection is recommended? a, A booster infection is recommended eight months later for those with natural immunity. Go to the picture for me. Do we have the pick? Oh, no, it's included. Everybody can see it. Immunity from the vaccine is better than immunity from COVID-19. Again, let me just reiterate that to you. You'll hear that from Joe Biden. You'll hear that from Anthony Fauci. You'll hear that from the CDC. It's a bold-faced lie. The statistics out of Israel are showing 40% of their new COVID breakthrough infections are people who are double-vaxxed. Only 1% of their breakthrough infections, people who have had COVID before, are people who have natural immunity. All right, shifting to Afghanistan. We have to cover that because we are living in an absolute abomination. We are living in an apocalypse coming out of the White House. Here's the thing. I could sit here and attack Democratic Party presidents all day long. They're baby butchers. They're for gay marriage. They're immoral. They're for transgenderism. They're socialists. They want big, you know, big government, everything else. I could attack that all day long. But the reason, the sole reason why Joe Biden is president is because the American evangelical church closed for COVID. Because we lead the way. Judgment begins with us first. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 17. Judgment begins with us first. We close, not me. I never close my church. Never have, never will. Never mass, never vax, never will. Period. So the, the evangelical church closed, opening up the door for Zuckerberg boxes to be planted all over urban democratic centers throughout the country. So you had millions of unverified, no signature ballots, Pushed, it, pushed in those Zuckerberg boxes everywhere. Millions of no signature verification, untraceable, no chain of custody ballots all throughout the country. An election, a, a vote counting was shut down at two or three o'clock in the morning, which I've never seen before in my 52 years on the planet. Shut down. And the reason why all that was licensed was because we can't go vote in person. We can't have just paper ballots because of the plague. 
The plague, the 99.9% survivable plague, the bubonic plague did not kill did not kill 0.1% of the population, folks. It killed 50 to 75% of the population. And this is being treated the same way. And the only reason why he's in there right now to create the abomination that's going on in Afghanistan is because the American church swung the doors wide open to the pit of hell, allowing the largest, most predominant, most prolific, baby butchering president in the history of our country to take office. And now we're seeing the results of this. That's why you never cave to it. Well, I just, I'd only cave because I didn't want to offend anybody. And I, you know, I just wanted everyone to feel safe. And I didn't, I didn't want people to think I didn't care about it. You don't strap lies on your face. You don't lock down your churches in the name of lies to make lunatics feel comfortable. But here's Biden talking about Afghanistan. Play it for me. But I did, in fact, find something worse than the Afghanistan cut and run. It's the president's defense of it. Still a lot of pandemonium outside the airport. Well, there is. But look, but no one's being killed right now. God forgive me for if I'm wrong about that. But no one's being killed right now. People are we got a thousand somewhere, twelve hundred out yesterday, a couple thousand a day. And it's increasing. We're going to get those people out. But we've all seen the pictures. We've seen those hundreds of people packed into a C-17, we've seen Afghans falling. That was four days ago, five days ago. What does that even mean? It was day, it was two days prior, not four. Of course, I blame that damn racist math. But to be fair, who doesn't lose track of time when you're in hiding, constantly nursing an ice cream headache? <laughs> and as for no one's being killed right now, if Joe sets the bar any lower, I'll be able to drink at it. There you go. So success, according to Joe Biden, COVID-elected president, is that nobody is being killed right now. That, that, I mean, we have, and that's about the same for all the mayors throughout the country, too. Who their murder rates in all the Democratic cities are ranging somewhere between their murder rates are up 25 to 60 percent. His other thing was, his other argument that this is a great success is that this was occurring four to five days ago. People, were, people aren't dying now. They were only dying four to five days ago, which was actually two days ago. That's 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 who's in the that's who's in the Oval Office right now. Ian Bremmer tweet. Taliban. This is Joe Biden, COVID President Joe Biden. Taliban with their new American gear. Hey, isn't that? Put it on the big screen. Put the put it on the big screen so everybody can see. It. There you go. New American gear. Isn't that great? All right, let's go to the Washington Examiner video. This is the Taliban now wield new power. Play it for me. The hands of this Taliban fighter no longer hold the familiar Russian-designed AK-47 rifle. Like thousands of his comrades in the streets of Kabul, he now bears the American-made M16. In the rush to flee, the Afghan National Army left behind a trove of U.S.-made and bought weapons, as many as 2,000 armored vehicles and Humvees, at least 40 aircraft, including the Brazilian-designed A-29 Super Tucano close air support plane, scanned Eagle military drones, and Black Hawk helicopters. Here's the statistics actually out right here. This is, a this is a pick from Fox News. Throw that up on the screen for me. Here's where, here's the actual numbers. U.S. weapons seized by the Taliban, 85 billion U.S. funding to the Afghan army, 600,000 weapons, 75,000 vehicles, and 200 aircraft. That's what we know about right now. And here's another real exciting video for you. Now the Taliban has special forces that are actually armed with American weapons. Play that for me. 
Here they are. This is actually American M16s. I mean, this looks like some sort of combination between Ku Klux Klan and stormtroopers. I don't know what we call them. Clue troopers, Ku Klux Klan, stormtroopers, whatever it may be. But the United States military, no, here's the thing. Let me put the, let me give credit where credit is due. They are now armed by Joe Biden. Make no mistake about it. They are now armed by Joe Biden. That's why you never cave. That's why you never cave to a COVID, a false saying that COVID is a bubonic plague, a false COVID response, because this is what you end up with. You have the Ku Klux Klan running through the streets under the name of Taliban with American weapons. They, they look at all that's all American, right? Those are all American weapons. Never in the history of America has this ever happened. Don't even say Saigon. In Saigon, we actually evacuated 137,000 civilians in a week. Joe Biden had to shut down Kabul Airport again yesterday and didn't bring anybody out for eight to 12 hours. This is why you never cave to lies. Lock down your church for a 99.9% survival virus. Nope. That's what you do. It really is. It re life really is that simple. RNC tweet. Here we go. Joe Biden falsely says no circumstances where American citizens have been blocked from the Kabul airport. Play it for me. Two questions for you. The military has secured the airport, as you mentioned, but will you sign off on sending U.S. troops into Kabul to evacuate Americans who haven't been able to get to the airport safely? We have no indication that they haven't been able to get in Kabul through the airport. We've made it. All right, back to me. So there you go. That's what was said. No indication that Americans have been blocked from getting to the Kabul airport, right? Well, let's look at this. A Daily Caller video. Is this remotely true? Play it for me. Let me get to our senior foreign correspondent, Ian Panel, with us live on the ground in Kabul, where he has been for many days now. And Ian, I want to get right to something the president was pressed on there uh, from our own Stephanie Ramos, who was there at the White House. She asked about uh, Americans and Afghans who are uh, in Kabul and beyond who are trying to uh, get to that airport. But as you have reported for many nights on World News Tonight, the Taliban controls the checkpoint, the Taliban and convoys around that country. How do you get those families to the airport? The president said he has no intelligence that Americans have been unable to get there. Uh, the question, obviously, does that square with reporting on the ground? I mean, just totally not. Uh, I mean, the reaction was was pretty much one of, of, I mean, it was breathtaking. No indication Americans can't get to the airport. I mean, last night on World News, we had American citizens who had exactly that experience. They tried to get to the airport. They had waived their American passports. The president talked about all they had to do was present their passports and they'd be allowed through. They were beaten by the Taliban uh, with uh, the rubber fan belt from a vehicle. Uh, multiple examples of Americans and Afghans, SIV applicants, who have now tried repeatedly. There's one woman we're tracking. She's back at the airport tonight. This is her third night in the row. The gates haven't opened. The Taliban haven't let her through. Uh, it, it just seems the reality and the rhetoric are miles apart. Uh, I'm not quite sure what, what advice the president's receiving. But the truth on the ground is that, that these people who are in fear of their lives can't get Listen, through. You know that it has absolutely gone downhill if you're Joe Biden. You know that things have really gone bad when ABC News directly contradicts you on their national program. Whoops. Joe Biden says there's no intelligence that says that Americans are being blocked from the airport and Kabul blocked. The people that are running the checkpoints are the Taliban. 
How, why would you ever leave a country with your, why would you leave the country with your military first? Why would you evacuate the military first and leave 10 to 40,000 civilians behind? Why? Now the, now the people running the checkpoints are the Taliban? And then you say the, the idiot fraudulently elected COVID president says on, on national news, he says right there from his bully pulpit in the White House that there's no intelligence that says that Americans are being blocked from the airport. It should be Americans. They're, listen, all those there shouldn't even be a need for checkpoints, but if there was checkpoints, there should be Marines there. Not the Taliban beating people with, with car belts. So let's look at further verification. Here's what Joe Biden said was true. Here's another ABC News story. Play it for me. We received this audio message from a trapped teacher, a U.S. permanent resident, who says even with the proper paperwork, he couldn't get through. For his safety, we're not naming him. It is insane. There are people holding their American passports. There are people that work with the Americans, uh, and uh, they're not letting anyone in. We are in huge danger, and we need help. And with tens of thousands of Americans, Americans and Afghans who've helped the U.S. desperate to get out. And CNN turns on them, too. You know it's bad for Joe Biden when CNN turns on you. Play it for me. I mean, Anderson, it's just chaos. Uh, right now, we're actually on the airfield, which is the, the privileged place to be. That means you've reached the final furlong and you are, in principle, about to get on a bird and out to safety, although we've now been here well over... 10 or 12 hours. Uh, others have been here two days uh, and still haven't managed to get on a flight yet. I'm looking around now, people sleeping on the ground, on the gravel. It's a very chilly night. A woman just came up to me and asked me for a blanket. I gave her my scarf. Um, there's babies everywhere. <sighs> and uh, the situation with the washrooms is not good at all. Uh, I'm gonna put me side by side on this. this is, look, at, look at what is, look what Joe Biden has created. In only eight months in our country, we have soaring hyperinflation. We have an open southern border where allegedly they're so worried about the bubonic plague, but everybody of COVID, but everybody going through the southern border has not vaxxed, not masked, is being put on planes and buses and trucked and flown all over the United States to your local hometown. The open southern border, hyperinflation, a military apocalypse. Today, the federal government was hacked again. The State Department was hacked again today by Joe Biden. I mean, soaring price. We're having to beg OPEC to pump gas, I mean, to pump oil. And after we shut down the Keystone Pipeline, costing 11,000 people their jobs. And now Joe Biden's having to meet with OPEC. Please, oh, please. Pump some more oil for us so we can lower the oil, the gas prices. This, it only takes when you listen, when you cave to lies, it's you, you know what? You need to lock down. You need to wear a mask. You need to vaccinate for a virus that's 99.9% survivable. And you cave to those lies because you don't want to offend people in the name of Jesus. This is what you get in only eight months and in only a year now. People are like, well, you know what? I don't really see the, you know, the book of Revelation unfolding before my very eyes. You really don't where he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. It only took us, it only took us a year to get to the need for vaccine passports. How much longer is it going to be till you have a QR code on your forehead or on your right hand? All right, Jonathan T. Gillum tweet. 
breaking. Americans now are now being warned not to go to the Kabul airport. Look at the date now. August 21st, Joe Biden said on that day or the day before that there's no intelligence saying that you can't get to the Kabul airport breaking from Jonathan Gillum. Americans are now being warned not to go to the Kabul airport due to possible attacks by, wait for it, ISIS, which is allegedly gone out of Afghanistan. Another lie. All right, here we go. Windtalker tweet via the Gateway Pundit. British troops, though, are rescuing Americans. <laughs> Look at where we're, we are. American troops are not allowed to leave the Kabul airport, so the British paratroopers are going out and rescuing Americans. So Joe Biden not only humiliates himself, humiliates our country, and when he tells you that he talked about this with our G7 partners, that has not been verified by anybody. Everybody, whether it's Merkel, whether it's Boris Johnson, Boris Johnson could not get a hold of the president for 36 hours prior to the withdrawal. That is absolute fact. He has said it himself. But now you got British, according to Windtalker and the Gateway Pundit, British troops are now rescuing Americans trapped in Kabul after Joe Biden refuses to extricate thousands of stranded Americans. Do you know, you, right now you have, you have uh, Great Britain doing this. You have, uh, I believe it's the Italians that are doing this. They're going out on the streets right now. They're just getting in their up-armored uh, Humvees and going out and rescuing their own people, now having to rescue ours. When our own, our own, I, I guarantee you, our own rank-and-file rank military are perfectly willing to do the same. But they won't. But they can't because they've been ordered not to. Bye! Joe Biden in the White House because of COVID caving Christians, COVID caving conservatives, COVID caving Americans. That's why we have the stupidest man that has ever occupied the White House currently in the Oval Office. All right, next one up, Scott Walker tweet. This takes tone deaf to a new level. United States government official on our way. This is from, uh, uh, I'm reading her own tweet from Kamala Harris. She's leaving. She's going to Singapore and Vietnam. We, we, have, a, we have a grievous crisis going on right now. It is the biggest military debacle in the history of our country going on in Afghanistan right now. And where's Kamala Harris going? Singapore and Vietnam. Speaking of absolute political blindness, get this, J.J. Uh, Pesavento tweet. They're always talking about women of color and being feminists. Funny how they aren't chirping while the Taliban is abusing women in Afghanistan. And abusing women is not nearly enough. And right here you got Rashida Tlaib, Ilan Omar, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Cori Bush, and Ayanna Presley. Right there, the squad plus one moron. So there you go. That's Cori Bush, second from the right. So you always have them talking about, you know, women and women's rights. Not a word. This is how you know. This is how it's always fake. When they're sitting there going, you know what, to, to, to vote, it's, it's racism to require a voter ID, but it's perfectly okay to require a, a vaccine passport because one benefits their political agenda, one doesn't. Same thing here. There, this isn't just abuse of women going on in Afghanistan. You have, you have uh, habitual nonstop rape and murder going on. And these, these five morons say absolutely nothing. You may, might be thinking, it's not Christ-like to say things like moron or idiot. Listen, you need to read the things that Jesus said where he called Peter a son of hell, when he called the religious leaders of the day whitewashed tombs full of dead man's bones that appear beautiful, beautiful outwardly, but inside are full of dead man's bones and all uncleanness. He called Peter himself one of his closest disciples, Satan. 
He called the Sanhedrin sons of hell. These people are dumb. Why would you ever do one thing they say? Get this now, switch to COVID in our class, a couple of minutes here. The last uh, refuge tweet, you can put that up there for me, yeah. They locked down, this is New Zealand, they locked down the entire country for one positive case. Imagine what they'll do with 21. Now listen, here's the thing. This is their uh, pr uh, prime minister, Jacinda Ardern is her name. And I want you to look, we're only gonna watch this video for a couple seconds, but I want you to look at the background. You don't even need to pay attention to what this galactic fool says, but look at the background imaging behind her. Play it for me. But while we are in a reasonable position at day three, with Delta, we believe- you put me side by side and turn the volume down, guys. Thank you, there you go. Look at behind her. What does that say right behind her? I wrote it down for you because I, I am so, I am so I'm such a loser that I sat there and I watched until she moved her head out of the way so I could write it all down. It says QR code. It says QR codes right behind it. Notice QR codes behind, behind her. Scan. This is what it says. Scan QR codes and turn on Bluetooth contact tracing. The thing to her, to our left, her right, is New Zealand COVID tracker. But don't you worry, guys. This has nothing to do with he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, to receive a more. You're just talking about QR codes and Bluetooth tracing and contact tracing. It's got, it's got nothing to do with being able to buy, sell, trade, or travel. Which, by the way, you can't buy, sell, trade trade or travel in New Zealand or go to New Zealand without your vaccine passport. But all you COVID caving pastors, just keep on pretending that you didn't lock down your church, that you didn't blow up your ministry, that you didn't blow up your witness by turning your back on the word of God and closing your churches down. Because look at what you've unleashed now. It only took us a year to get to this point. And look at this video. This is now, this is what it's truly all about is this video. Play the next one for me. What pandemic changes would you like to see made permanent by Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum? What it has been about since day one? Heartbeat, facial recognition? Oh, that doesn't sound anything like the book of Revelation, does it? 
He causes all both small and great, rich and poor to receive a mark, facial recognition on their right hand or on their forehead. Trace, being able to trace your heartbeat via NASA invented laser technology, but it's all about your health, right? When you have the World Economic Forum saying, what can we take advantage of via this pandemic? What can we take advantage of? This is the opportunity of a lifetime. Stand firm. Do not let yourself be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Love you all. Thank you so much for watching the Tom Lively podcast tonight. We appreciate you tuning in. Mainstream media is no longer reporting honestly about what's going on in and around the world. It is our goal to get the truth and facts out to the people who are tired of hearing the lies of the media. If you enjoyed watching and want to help us make sure it continues, you can invest in the program by going to TomLipley.com and clicking on Give. Thank you so much for watching, and we hope you tune in again.